Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Coffee Break Italian, Season 3, Episode 8. Buongiorno a tutti e benvenuti a Coffee Break Italian. Io sono Mark. Ciao a tutti e io sono Francesca. Come va tutto oggi, Francesca? Ciao Mark, sto molto bene, grazie. E tu, come stai? Sì, anch'io sto molto bene e contento di essere ancora una volta nello studio per fare un, una, un episodio di Coffee Break Italian. Sì, anch'io sono molto contenta e poi oggi continuiamo a parlare dei pronomi, che è un argomento grammaticale che mi appassiona tantissimo, <laughs> quindi sono, eh, sì, proprio contenta. Okay, now I have a little request for our listeners before we go any further, and that is if you're enjoying Coffee Break Italian Advanced, our season three materials, as you're listening to them as a podcast, then do feel free to give us a review and like the podcast and of course subscribe to it if If you're listening to it as a podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, that would be very helpful indeed. Allora, Francesca, hai detto che parliamo oggi dei pronomi, ancora una volta. Sì, esatto, Mark. Nell'episodio precedente abbiamo parlato dei pronomi indiretti, indirect object pronouns, mm-hmm. e ancora prima abbiamo parlato dei pronomi diretti. Direct object pronouns. So we've got indirect object pronouns. These are the the to him, to her, to me, and so on, or for him in some situations, and so on. Then the direct object pronouns, and the equivalent in English would be uh, him, her, it, us, and so on. But uh, today we're going to combine these, aren't we? Sì, esatto, Mark. Oggi vedremo cosa succede quando abbiamo tutti e due i pronomi nella stessa frase. Mamma mia! Sì. <laughs> ok, so I think it's time now to begin the episode. Allora, come sempre, bando alle ciance. Sì, diamo inizio alle danze. Okay, Francesca, do you think we should maybe just do a quick review of of the important aspects of the direct and indirect object pronouns first? See, see, so that everyone has clear what we are talking about. We are aware these are quite uh, uh, challenging grammar points, so it's okay to to just have a, a quick uh, review. Let's start with uh, uh, direct object pronouns, Mark. Okay, so do you want to give us some examples? See, direct object pronouns are the pronouns we use to replace a direct object, which is a noun. It can be a, a thing or, or a person, uh, which come directly after a verb. The verb, which is normally called the transitive uh, verb. We said in one of the episodes uh, that these verbs answer the question what or whom. Eh, ad esempio, eh, oggi leggo un libro. 
which one is our direct object there? It would be un libro. That's the, the direct object of the sentence. Esatto. And obviously, if we continue talking about that book, we can replace it by using a pronoun. Which pronoun can we use, Mark? If we're talking about il libro or un libro, it would be lo. Bravissimo. Io lo leggo con un buon caffè, ad esempio. Mi sembra una buona idea. <laughs> I read it with a good coffee. So the important things to uh, to remember about direct object pronouns is that, first of all, we need to identify the direct object in the sentence, uh, look at the gender, if it's masculine or feminine, if it's something singular or plural, and then choose the appropriate pronoun. The pronoun, really important, always goes in front of the verb, unlike English, where you would say, I read it. Okay. Now, when we use these pronouns in, uh, for example, the, the perfect tense, we have to do something special, don't we? Sì, bravissimo, Mark. Buona, buona osservazione. We need an agreement. Eh, ad esempio, se io dico, eh, ieri ho incontrato Valeria, and then I want to go on talking about Valeria, I can add some info, extra information and say l'ho incontrata al parco. And that's because we need to change incontrato, our normal past participle, to incontrata because that direct object pronoun has come before the, 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 the auxiliary verb. Esatto, sì, bravissimo. And this happens only with direct object pronouns. If we are using indirect object pronouns before uh, a compound tense, a passato prossimo, as it was the case with this example, then we don't have to worry about agreements. If we're using indirect pronouns, there is never uh, the agreement with the past participle. Bravissima. Okay, now let's talk a little more then about indirect object pronouns. Will we do a quick summary of that? See, indirect object pronouns are usually, most of the times, uh, people, persons, uh, who are the receivers, uh, in a way, either of an action of giving or the receiver of some sort of communication, uh, written or, um, or oral. Uh, ad esempio, uh, ho scritto a Giulio. I wrote to Giulio. A Giulio is the indirect object, is the, is the receiver of uh, a written communication. And usually there is the preposition a or per uh, as a clear indicator of the indirect uh, object of a sentence. Okay, so if you've said that I wrote to Giulio, um, how would we then say I wrote to him if we were continuing the sentence? I wrote to him yesterday. Okay, so we have uh, uh, an indirect object pronoun, which means to him, and the pronoun is gli. So we would say gli ho scritto. Okay, so Francesca, I think what we should do now is look at how we can put these two concepts together. So let's stick with Giulio and this letter that you're writing to Giulio. Okay. So, if we take this uh, example again and we add the word for letter, una lettera, we can say, scrivo una lettera a Giulio. 
So let's look at this sentence. We have the verb, obviously, scrivo, I write. We have the direct object, I write what? Una lettera. Una lettera is our direct object. We also have the receiver of this letter, which is a Giulio. And grammatically speaking, is our indirect object. So if we wanted to replace una lettera with a pronoun, what would we use, Mark? There we would use la, because it's a feminine word, una lettera. Bravissimo. Io la scrivo a Giulio. We can also replace a Giulio, as we said before, and use gli. Io gli scrivo una lettera. But we can also merge la and gli together and say something like I write it to him. And this is where things become exciting. <laughs> <laughs> That's one word, exciting. <laughs> it's, it's something, to be perfectly honest, it's something that at the beginning I found pretty tricky. But then it actually makes perfect sense. So what is this concept that we, we can come up with here when we combine the to him and it in the case of to Giulio and the letter? Well, we come up with what you have just said, a combined pronoun. So a pronoun which combines the direct and the indirect. But there is something important to, uh, to mention. We cannot just uh, use the two pronouns, uh, stick them in front of, of the verb, and that's done. We have to make some changes. In this specific case, it would be io gliela scrivo eh, domani, for example. I write it to him tomorrow. Gliela. Right, that's one word, isn't it? It's one word, uh, si. So it's spelt G-L-I, that's our li part. And then to add on the la on the end and make it sound nice, then we added an extra letter E. So the letter E as an egg or E in Italian. In Italiano, si. So gliela scrivo. Gliela scrivo. To him it I write, gliela scrivo. Now, it, there are versions of this for the other genders and, and so on. Sì, sì, esatto. So, um, if, we, uh, if we go back and think of our uh, indirect object pronouns, when we combine the two sets of pronouns, our indirect object pronouns will always take the first uh, place in the combination of the two, and they all undergo some changes for phonetic reasons. So, mi, ti, ci, and vi change to me, te, ce, and ve. Now, we have seen this kind of change before. It's, it's to make it sound nicer. Um, Cilo and tilo sounds a little bit strange to an Italian ear. So it sounds nicer when we make them velo, cello, telo, melo. Um, and of, of, obviously with the, the other, uh, with the other words and so on. Esatto. And these four pronouns are followed by lo, la, li and le, uh, the four, let's say, most important direct object pronouns, as two separate words. So me, lo, te, lo and so on. While when we are using the indirect object pronoun gli, as we have just seen before, and also le, 
they change into one bigger pronoun, which is always gli, even if it's feminine, attached to the direct object pronoun lo, la, li, and le. I know it sounds complicated. Yeah, that's where it does get a little complicated. So just to be absolutely clear, what starts out as li stays as li, and then we add in elo, ela, eli, ele. What starts out as le, when we're combining it with the direct object pronouns, that changes to li, and it becomes lielo, liela, lieli, liele. See, if I were to write a letter to Giulia this time, scrivo una lettera a Giulia, although the pronoun for a Giulia is le, to her, and I can say io le scrivo, Una lettera domani, I write to her a letter tomorrow. But if I want to join the indirect object pronoun le to her and the direct la, meaning it, we cannot say le la, it doesn't sound right. And that's why uh, when we join them together, the result is the same as it is for the masculine. Io gliela scrivo domani. Perfetto. Francesca, quick question. What about loro? What about them, to them? We are also using the yelo, yela, yeli, and yele pronoun. Uh, We also have the more formal alternative in a way. For example, io scrivo uh, una lettera ai miei amici. We can either say io gliela scrivo domani or io la scrivo loro domani, but this sounds really formal, uh, quite a high register uh, in Italian. Perfetto. Okay. What I think would really help now is if we took some examples and gave us gave these examples in their full sentence and then start replacing things in, in the sentence with different pronouns. Okay, va bene. I think I can ask you some questions, Mark. And in the answer, instead of repeating uh, the direct and in the indirect object, you can give me the answer with the, the combined pronoun. Va bene. Okay, sei pronto? Sì. Allora, la prima domanda è mandi i messaggi a tuo fratello? Okay, so... Are you sending the messages to your brother? So if I wanted to say, yes, I am sending them to him, or I send them to him, I'm going to have to start with the to him part, then add in the them and make that into one word, and then my verb. Sì, esatto. So I would say, sì, gli, no, gli mando. Bravissimo, è un po' difficile da pronunciare, so I would suggest our listeners practice glieli, gliela, glieli, gliele aloud so that they can familiarize with uh, with this tricky sound. Okay, let's do another one. Okay, Mark, mi passi il sale? Okay, so you want me to pass you the salt. Um, Let's think about this again. Now, in this case, it's to you. It, I pass. Um, so we don't know, we're not going to combine these words. We'll just use them as separate words, but we do need to make that change to make it sound right. So to you, indirect object would normally be T. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to change that to T because we're following it with lo. 
referring to il sale, so certo, te lo passo subito. Grazie mille, perfetto, te lo passo subito. Eh, Ancora una, Mark, puoi restituirci le chiavi? È un po' più difficile questo. Sì, ma sei bravo. (laughs) So can you return the keys to us? Restituirci, and it's ci to us, so that means I'm going to have to think of vi to you, uh, to you plural, Um, But again, because we've got a a sound thing going on here, I would change the V to V. And we're talking about le chiavi. So our direct object pronoun is going to stay as le. So could I say, si, ve le restituisco domani? Perfetto, bravissimo. Questa era difficile. Molto bene. Uh, one more question, Mark, so we can mention the formal as well, because remember, uh, we could also have in a conversation with someone we've never met before or uh, a professor at uni or our uh, big boss at work. Uh, so, ad esempio, immaginiamo questa piccola conversazione in una uh, libreria, in a bookshop. Scusi. Mi consiglia questo libro? And imagine you don't know me, so you want to be extra polite with this signora. Okay, in that case, I am going to say, um, I recommend it to you. So the it part will be lo, because it's questo libro. And to you, I'm guessing this is going to work the same way. Um, It would normally be to you, as in a lei, would be le. Si. But here, we're going to make this different because we've got to combine it. So, would I say, glielo consiglio perché è una storia interessante. Bravissimo, Mark. Glielo consiglio. And this is, if you're talking to a man or a woman, it doesn't matter. This is the formal way of speaking. So, it to you, formal, glielo. Glielo consiglio. Molto bene. Bravissimo, Mark. Okay, Francesca, what about the passato prossimo? What about when we've got a compound tense? We learned that with indirect object pronouns, we don't need to worry about an agreement. But with direct object pronouns, we do. So we've got both here. What happens? Yes, because we have the direct object pronoun within the combined one, then in the presence of a compound tense, the agreement is still there. But the agreement is with the direct object part of the pronoun. Ad esempio, eh, se io ti dico, eh, Mark, hai scritto una cartolina ai tuoi amici? Okay, so, um, have you written a postcard to your friends? I want to say, yes, I have written it to them. Okay, so, to them I'm going to use gli. Sì. And then the postcard is una cartolina, so that will become la, so my... My my combined pronoun here will be gliela. Sì. So would I say sì, gliela o scritta? Because it's the cartolina. Esatto, sì. La is la cartolina. So you want the agreement in the past participle with the feminine singular direct object pronoun. That's why we need scritta. And here we could also do something to uh, make the whole thing uh, flow a little bit better because we have gliela 
and then the verb to have uh, o because h is mute uh, to avoid yela o which is a bit tricky to pronounce there are two vowels we can just drop the final a of yela have an apostrophe and run it all together and say yellow okay so so that's little tricky because it sounds as if you're talking about law at the end, but it's L apostrophe H-O. And it's just it's similar to what happens in, uh, in with our direct object pronouns on their own anyway. Si, we've si. talked about that before. It's easier to, to probably understand this uh, when seeing the notes and then you can see the spelling, the spelling changes. And also for all the pronouns that we have mentioned uh, in this episode, uh, it'll be easier when, uh, when you see a table con- showing all the possible uh, combinations. It will all make sense. <laughs> Excelente. Okay, I think what we'll do is take a short break and we'll be back in a moment with a conversation in which you'll hear lots of examples of these combined pronouns. In addition to the podcast version of Coffee Break Italian Season 3, we are also putting together a full course on the Coffee Break Academy, where you'll be able to access bonus materials to help you make even better progress with your Italian. That's right. Not only will you be able to enjoy an ad-free audio version of each lesson, we'll also provide a bonus episode in which we'll go through every detail of the dialogues and a third episode for each lesson in which Francesca will be testing us with some translation challenges based on the lesson topic. Of course, there are comprehensive notes and a video version of each lesson too. Visit coffeebreakitalian.com and follow the links for season three there. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, Francesca, can you give us a little explanation of the conversation that we're about to listen to? So this is a a phone conversation between uh, Elisa, who is phoning her friend, Marco, Marco Rossi, a very familiar voice, (laughs) (laughs) who happens to be a very busy um, lawyer or solicitor, un, uh, un avvocato. Okay, well, let's see how this goes and listen out for those combined pronouns as you listen to this conversation. Ufficio dell'Avvocato Rossi, buongiorno. Eh, buongiorno, sono Elisa Di Salvo, un'amica dell'Avvocato. L'Avvocato è in ufficio? Certo, signora, glielo passo subito, resti in linea. Avvocato Rossi, buongiorno. Ciao Marco, sono Elisa. Elisa, carissima. Da quanto tempo? Come stai? Tutto bene. E tu? Anch'io, ma sempre così impegnato con il lavoro. E ora sono un po' di fretta. Ok, sarò breve, ma devo dirti una cosa. Dai, sputa il rospo. Ho una macchina nuova di zecca. Me l'ha regalata mio padre per il mio compleanno. Wow, che fortuna! Però, 
Lo sapevo già. Come? E chi te l'ha detto? Me l'ha detto tua sorella Marcella. L'ho vista ieri al supermercato. Stava cercando dei biscotti a cioccolato. Ah, sì, ho capito. Erano buonissimi. Ovvio, glieli ho consigliati io. Me li compra sempre anche mia mamma. Li adoro. Il solito golosone. Comunque, Marco, ti va di andare a fare un giro in macchina sabato? Sì, ma solo se me la lasci provare. Ok, ma devi stare attentissimissimo. Certo, te lo prometto. E dove andiamo? Perché non andiamo a Parma a trovare Cristina e Leo? Buona idea, non le vedo da una vita. Allora li chiamo stasera e glielo dico. Bravissima. Ah, sai che adesso hanno anche due cani. Ma dai, non lo sapevo. Beh, immagino che ce li faranno conoscere. Ovviamente. Ma ascolta, tua sorella è a casa? Sì, è in cucina. Me la passi un attimo? Le volevo chiedere un'informazione. Certo, te la passo subito. Allora Elisa, ci vediamo sabato mattina per andare a Parma. Perfetto. Ah, ancora una cosa. Portiamo del vino a Leo e Cri? Sì, però glielo abbiamo già regalato a Natale. Giusto. Allora, compro dei fiori e dei cioccolatini. Sì, mi sembra una buona idea. E per i soldi? Non preoccuparti, me li darai sabato. Benissimo. Ti passo Marcella allora. Grazie e a sabato. Ciao. Ciao. Okay, so Francesca, will we now explain a little about this conversation in English? Sì, va bene. So, as we said, uh, Elisa is phoning her friend, Marco, <laughs> uh, who is a busy lawyer, uh, to, to give him some, some great news. She got a new car from uh, her dad for, for her birthday. <laughs> Fortuna. <laughs> sì, vero. Uh, ma Marco, her friend, already knew, uh, already knew it. Uh, why? How come? <laughs> well, he bumped into her dad. Uh, sorry, not her dad, her sister yesterday at the supermarket. Um, well, she was looking for some chocolatini, for some chocolate biscuits. Sì, chocolate biscuits, uh, sì. And, uh, uh, well, according to Elisa, those biscuits uh, uh, were, uh, were, actually, were actually very good. good. <laughs> and Marco, um, he, he likes his, his sweets. Um, he had recommended them. Um, so it's all worked out well. Sì, infatti. Uh, then Elisa goes on uh, to ask him uh, if he wants to go on, uh, on a car ride with her on Saturday uh, so that they can try the, the new... Uh, the new car and she's also very kind because she agrees uh, to something <laughs> yeah she she agrees to him driving to him trying out the car sì che gentile <laughs> and where are they going Mark? they decide to go to Parma to visit some friends that they haven't seen for a long time sì sì and these friends also have uh, Uh, two dogs, two cani. <laughs> See, and and then uh, towards the end of the conversation, Mark's um, Marco, sorry, uh, Marco uh, wants to 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 talk to someone else in Elisa's family. Yeah, he wants to have a word with uh, Elisa's sister, Marcella. 
Sì, and before, uh, before he does that, uh, they, they agree on, uh, on what to buy for, for their friends uh, and they decide to buy some flowers uh, and, uh, um, and some, some chocolates. Uh, they're not going to buy any wine. <laughs> That's right, because they got them wine at Christmas. Esatto, sì. And Marco at the end uh, uh, says that he's happy to, uh, to pay for everything uh, uh, in advance, he's very kind and Elisa can just give him the money on, on Saturday when they meet. I thought that detail was quite funny because um, it sounded as if he wasn't going to let Elisa forget that she owed the money. But I think it was really in there just so that we could get another compound uh, pronoun in there. Sì, chissà. <laughs> ok, so we will of course go through this in greater detail in our language study episode and that is part of the full course for Coffee Break Italian Season 3. Allora, è tutto per oggi, Francesca? È quasi tutto, Mark, perché come sempre c'è ancora una cosina. <laughs> so what is your cosina di oggi? Uh, la cosina di oggi is, uh, is a, ni- a nice expression, which I think you'll like, because it's also a bit musical in, uh, in a way. And uh, it's an expression we use uh, to describe uh, a day trip or a very short visit to a place or to someone to then uh, immediately go, go back home. So more or less what Elisa and Marco are doing on, uh, on Saturday. And this is... Una toccata e fuga. I love this expression. Una toccata e fuga. So una toccata is literally a touch. And then una fuga is an escape. So you touch down and then you escape. A flying visit, if you like. Sì, esatto. È una bella espressione. E puoi dire, siamo andati a Londra, ma solo per una toccata e fuga. Love that. <laughs> So, of course, it's, it's got a, a musical link as well with the Toccata and Fugue, just like Bach's Toccata and Fugue in D minor, uh, which I'm wow. sure you're familiar with. Um, <laughs> and if you're not, it was the one that goes... But on that note, I think it is time to finish. Sì, infatti. <laughs> Don't forget that you can access all you need to know about Coffee Break Italian at coffeebreakitalian.com. As I said at the beginning, if you're listening to this as a podcast, then do give it a like and make sure you leave a review on how much you're enjoying Coffee Break Italian Season 3. Francesca, come tu, come sempre, grazie mille. Grazie a te, Mark, e grazie a tutti i nostri ascoltatori. Ciao, ciao. A presto. You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2022, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2022, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.